Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far... I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Suzanne Wilson back with us. She has got a Master of Arts degree, is a carefree Arizona-based intuition educator, author, medium, paranormal presenter. Suzanne is also known as the Carefree Medium, appearing on our program, Gaia, Fox News National Edition with Amazon Films as well, with Master's degree in Public Affairs Policy, a Bachelor's degree in Management and Certifications from Stanford University, Suzanne is a very well-recognized researcher and educator on a wide range of paranormal topics. She's got a couple books called Soul Smart and When Your Partner Doesn't Believe. Suzanne, welcome back. How are you? I'm great, George. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to this. And why do you believe good old planet Earth is going to be more paranormally active next year? Well... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be an interesting ride. And we're in the buildup to it right now. But all right, so here are some of the things that I've been observing. First off, I want to qualify this. I'm a researcher and a paranormal presenter, but I'm looking through my own lens as a clairvoyant. I am not putting myself out there as an expert in uh, theoretical physics or quantum physics or a scientist. I simply have my own perspective, but I gather a lot of data and talk to a lot of people. What I'm finding is that having completed a three-year period of high stress, high anxiety throughout the world, that a couple of different things are going on energetically that are affecting that so-called veil between worlds. Mm-hmm. And it's really about the veil getting thinner. Would you like to hear some examples? And tell us what a veil is, first of all. Well, you got it. It's a metaphor. The veil is simply a word for the boundary or the dividing line or the curtain, if you will, between the two worlds, the seen and unseen. All right. Give us some examples. All right. So we're seeing increases in people having uh, psychic perceptions and psychic activities in their homes. And when I say we, I mean within my own practice, my own students, my own clients, 
colleagues that I've spoken to over the last few months, and also discussions with podcasters who are doing interviews in the paranormal field, they're getting these questions about all of a sudden I have abilities, I don't know what to do with them, or this help, I think my house is haunted, I've never had anything like this before. And we can say that it's due to more awareness of the paranormal, but we've been pretty paranormally aware for a couple of decades now, so that's not it. Interesting take. Now, who created the veil? We did. We did as souls. The theory that prevails throughout spiritualism and theosophical studies is that the veil is a gift from a creator who knows that we best learn our life lessons by forgetting who we truly are when we're reborn into this planet through reincarnation. And by the way, if you don't believe in reincarnation, it believes in you still. And so we come here, we forget who we are, we go through life, we have experiences, good, bad, and indifferent, but we integrate those experiences and it all becomes wisdom. So if you knew exactly who you were as a soul and how powerful you are as a soul, how would you learn? It would be like the teacher giving you the answers to the test questions. Interesting. Is it a good thing to have this veil? Yes and no. It's a great thing, in my personal opinion, to have it, because we get to have the benefits of, of just being human, and that's what people want to do, is come here and have the experiences. But it also presents a lot of confusion for folks, because they want to reach out to guides, they want to reach out to beloved people and pets who have transitioned into our heavenly home, and they feel like they're disconnected and their relationship is over. They're not realizing that they can still be seen, heard, and felt by those loved ones, and now we're coming into a period where it will be perhaps easier than ever before for us to feel them as well. Aren't there certain regions on this planet that uh, the veil has more of an effect on than others, like Sedona? That's a great question. I love going to Sedona, and one of the reasons why is because it seems like I, I will always see a UAP on every single trip or have an experience. But it, it's about the Earth's magnetism and the vortices or the, the vortexes that exist in different places in the world, we're magnifying that energy, too, through um, prayer groups, through those who are coming together to pray, meditate, through the power of intention to help heal the earth, but also our fear that we've been through in the last few years of pandemic um, activities and rules and regulations and death and stillness that also magnifies this energy because the spirit world and the ultra-dimensionals and ETs, the ones that really care about us, they're pushing against their side of the veil to bring us comfort, and they try to match our energy. But it is really us, it is really humankind that I believe is thinning this so-called veil. Aren't you going to be in Sedona when I'm there in March for my uh, live event? Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be so great. I love love doing conferences with you and your live shows are so amazing we hear about them for weeks afterwards but yeah we've got that sedona ascension retreat um march 17th through 19th that's, that's right sedona. 
I, I'm looking, and my event's March 18th, so I'm looking forward to that. That's great. I've I'll never been there be before. There. You haven't? No, it's my first time. Get out. Well, we'll have to make sure and invite some UAPs to fly over and, and give you a salute. But i got to tell you, I'll be there on Saturday, too, for the film premiere um, of Paul Jeffrey David's film, um, The Afterlife um, Project, Part 3. Oh, super, super, yeah. indeed. I had a guest on this week. She's from Ireland, and she claims that that area is loaded with paranormal activity. I was just in Ireland and Scotland for several weeks in September, and I got to talk to a lot of people. And, um, you know, the Celts are pretty famous for talking about the thin places in the world, that Ireland has so many thin places, meaning that the veil can easily be pierced. And several of the folks that I talked to who are researchers and just, just normal everyday people just would, you know, like a cab driver would turn to me and start telling me about a haunting or seeing an elf or something like that. And I'm like, what is it about me? I must just, I must just be a magnet for people asking me. I was going to say. Before I can ask them. But they believe that the veil is thinning as well. You, well, you've got this gift of so many different things. But what would you say would be your specialty if you had a specialty? It's got to be clairvoyance. I mean, George, since I was a child, I was seeing colors and lights around people and describing them to folks. And it, it seems to be almost always on. And um, so every time I research or present, and I love to do that, I'm a Ph.D. dropout. I, was, I, I worked on my Ph.D. just long enough to figure out how to do good research and present it. But every time... You'd still be paying down your student loan by now. Yeah, right. You know, but every time I do research, I'm always getting sort of like a, a flashback of something that I've seen before. Or because I've researched a subject, I'm tapped into it. It's like I've signaled my light, and it's shining more brightly, saying, you know, come and find me. I want to know more. But aren't we all truth seekers in a way? That's what we strive for. Right. Interesting take on all of that. And uh, when you had this ability as a little kid, did your parents try to shy you away from that? I was keeping it a secret for a long time. I would just say really odd things. Like my mom would try to wake me up for school in the morning, and I would say, Mom, I'm coasting. I'm coming. I'm coasting. And what I was doing is traveling out of body. You're coasting tonight. I'm, co- I'm on coast That's and right. I'm coasting. Yeah, I was lucky, though, I had a grandfather who really mentored me. He was actually a Presbyterian minister. When I told him that I could see these things, he said, I, I see them, too. And he helped me realize we're here to use that to assist people in really developing their full potential. But also, keep your mouth shut at school so you don't get beaten up by other kids. They probably would have bullied you around, wouldn't they? Yeah, I did get bullied, but the payoff is later in life. I have a, a perspective that's a little bit different. I do stay in my, my wheelhouse. I've been on uh, your panels, as you know. We'll talk about all kinds of different topics, but I always come back through the lens of being someone who senses spirit. And um, it's, it is really my own personal experiences that carry the most weight for me. And until somebody has a personal paranormal experience, it's all just theory, isn't it? So you believe, though, that 2023 will be a strong paranormal year? I do. I absolutely do. Um, About 30 years ago, 
the world was this crazy and politics were this divided and we were in a Vietnam conflict, a war. And um, I was very young, but I remember going to funerals where my granddad was presiding and these were young soldiers being sent home in a coffin. And I would see them, their souls standing next to the coffin looking healthy and whole and they were fine. But I remember seeing things so vividly. And at the time I thought, well, it must have been because I was unguarded about my gifts. But I'm seeing a lot of things just as vividly now. 30 years later, there's a three, and we've just come through three years of the whole COVID yes. event. Disaster. And there's another three. And I find a lot of synchronicities with threes, and I have a lot of people telling me they're getting repetitive numbers. Now, they'll wake up and it's 333 or it's 1111. I think we're being signaled to get ready for some interesting times. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. 
Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So not only is it going to be an interesting year next year, which is uh, less than a month away now, but people are becoming more aware of their psychic abilities, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. I know that some folks study how many times things are Googled, like um, psychokinesis, um, paranormal activities, things like that, and those numbers are are holding pretty steady. But I look at my own email inbox, and and my colleagues do too, and we're getting more inquiries. Just in the last week or so, I've had two people contact me and say, "Um, can you talk to my loved one? They're developing some abilities. They're scared of it. They don't know what to do, and it's just piling up. Tonight, I had um, my monthly meeting with my students. We have a SAT thing which SAT stands for truth and SANG stands for community, and we take on different topics. And I talked about this show tonight, and I was amazed during our meeting and afterwards how many people have contacted me to say, just in the last few months, I'm having way, way more insights, intuition. I'm hearing my name whispered to me as I wake up in the morning. It, things are really picking up. Suzanne, how does this equate to more and more after-death communications with the spirit side? Well, I've often said that I'm looking forward to the day, I hope I live long enough to see this, where anyone who wants to can make his or her her own direct connection with her own beloveds, people and pets who now live in the spirit world. I I really am starting to think it's going to happen because of the fact that we have had so much psychic energy poured into the etheric realm going out into the fourth dimension that it's starting to lift us into that fifth dimension that people talk about ascension ascension is our soul it's our minds it's not like we're just gonna our body's just gonna drop and we're gonna turn into light beings we're all gonna ascend um, when our bodies die but we we we're, we're meant to be living in that fifth dimension now, through our thoughts, words, and actions, being from kindness and compassion and realizing connection and this thinning of the veil that we're causing through, through really kind of polar opposites, either extreme fear or extreme prayer, um, it, it's just creating a whole new world for us where I really expect to see in the next year or two People coming forward saying, suddenly I'm psychic, what do I do? Well, you harness it, you trust it, and you use it to leverage your life to to be a a contribution to the earth and to live your best life for yourself and your family. Suzanne Wilson is with us. Her website is carefreemedium.com, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Later on, I want to ask you about your book, When Your Partner Doesn't Believe. What do you do with that? But... It seems to me the other side seems to be more tuned in as well. Would, would you agree? Yes, I do believe that. 
in the beginning of this last three-year period, many people were writing my office and asking, did our guides and our loved ones in spirit know what was coming up in uh, late 2019, early 2020, the lockdowns, vaccines, and all of that. And they did a lot of prayer and meditation. And without discussing this with any colleagues or anybody else, and what I was shown clairvoyantly was that, yes, they knew. They knew a little bit before. They had a way to know because they could see into the quantum field where things that we're creating here on Earth through our intention and our thoughts, words, and actions begin there. And we were planting those seeds and watering those seeds through, through different thoughts, words, and actions that we're having here. So they could see it, but they didn't do it to us, and they didn't do it for us. We created it, but they knew. And so they began sending their love. They began whispering in the ears of people and saying, you're going to get through this. I want to give you calm. I want to give you peace. I've talked to so many people who somehow knew to stock up on certain medical supplies, who somehow knew to go out and buy the masks if they wanted to wear them before there was any announcement. And so now what's happened is we've drawn them closer to us. We've drawn them closer, and again, it goes back to the fear or, or the prayer. And you can judge fear as negative. You can judge prayer as positive. That's beside the point. Those extremes of emotion interact somehow with the magnetic fields of the earth and increase our own vibrations here so that that veil is starting to, metaphorically and perhaps literally, that veil is getting holes poked into it so that we can see each other between the two sides. With 2023 being a more active paranormal year, does that necessarily mean all good, but is there some scary bad stuff tossed in? Hey, that's perception, you know? I mean, think about it. Yep. Um, I'll have a class and I'll, I'll take questions about uh, experiences of light or uh, paranormal experiences. And one person's scary haunting is another person's enthralling adventure. So it's going to be all in how you take it, but it's also quite a bit about how, what you attract. Are you just a normal person, mostly doing the right thing, getting up, going to work, being as kind as you can be? You might be grumpy or whatever. Or are you some person who's preying upon others and lying, stealing, cheating, abusing? So you're going you're gonna to have interactions that pretty closely match your own style of living as a soul. And it's going to happen right at the start of the year or when? It's already started. It has. It's already started. And this is what got me onto it in the first place. All the questions, all the inquiries, what's going on, what's happening. Part of, the, of what could be driving this, too, is that so many people were stuck at home for so long, and they had more time to be still or to be quiet. So you may have binged on Netflix for six months, but while you sat there, you probably zoned out and went into a meditative or semi-meditative state, and that made your energy more accessible to you, your own energy, your own intuitive abilities more easily accessible, and not only to you, 
but to your guides and loved ones in spirit as well. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.